Hello, listeners. Thank you so much for listening to our show. You can take your listening further and support our work by becoming a member. Members receive an ad-free listening experience, members-only bonus content, an invitation to join the DSR Network Slack community, a members-only newsletter, and members-only blog posts. For the month of February, take 5% off the regular membership price. Visit thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and enter code daily. That's thedsrnetwork.com slash buy code daily. Thank you. It's February 8th, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Grant Haver. And I'm Chris Cotnor. Our top stories from international outlets this morning. We have visuals on the balloon. The BBC is reporting that the U.S. Navy has released photos of a suspected Chinese surveillance balloon that was shot out of the sky on Saturday. The device will now be examined to see whether it indeed had spy equipment. U.S. officials have described the balloon as being about 200 feet tall, with the payload portion comparable in size to regional airlines and weighing hundreds or potentially thousands of pounds. Yesterday, U.S. officials said the Pentagon sought to arrange a phone call between Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin and his Chinese counterpart after the balloon was shot down, but was rebuffed by China. Germany, Denmark, and the Netherlands announced yesterday that they plan to provide Ukraine with at least 100 refurbished Leopard 1 battle tanks in the coming months, a pledge that comes as Kyiv anticipates a new Russian offensive around the anniversary of its invasion, according to the AP. In a joint statement, the defense ministers of Denmark, Germany, and the Netherlands said the shipment of the older Leopard 1 tanks was part of an effort to support Ukraine in their endeavor to withstand Russian aggression. Ukrainian officials say they expect Russian forces to make a new drive in eastern and southern Ukraine as the Kremlin strives to secure territory it illegally annexed in late September and where it claims its rule is welcomed. The anticipated Russian push may seek to recapture territory Moscow lost in a late summer counteroffensive. Battlefield setbacks in Ukraine have embarrassed the Kremlin, and Russian President Vladimir Putin is keen to cement public support for the war. The Guardian is reporting that separatist fighters in Indonesia's Papua region have taken a New Zealand pilot hostage after setting a small commercial plane alight when it landed in a remote highland area yesterday, a pro-independence group said in a statement. A police spokesman in Papua province said police and military personnel were sent to the area to locate the pilot and five passengers. A rebel spokesperson said independence fighters from the West Papua Liberation Army, the military wing of the Free Papua Organization, stormed the plane shortly after it landed in Paro in Indua, a mountainous region. Indonesia's provinces of Papua and West Papua, which share an island with independent Papua New Guinea, 
have been racked with a low-level battle for independence since the resource-rich region was controversially brought under Indonesian control in a vote overseen by the United Nations in 1969. The conflict has escalated significantly since 2018, with pro-independence fighters mounting deadlier and more frequent attacks. Elsewhere, Deutsche Welle reports that a U.S.-owned drone factory near Riga Airport in the Baltic nation of Latvia was ablaze Tuesday, according to emergency services, in the small Baltic nation. The Edge Autonomy Unmanned Aerial Vehicle Production Plant was partially engulfed in flames, with large plumes of dark smoke reaching toward the sky. The Edge Autonomy Factory is located near Riga Airport, though flight operations were not affected by the fire. A representative of the airport, Ilze Salna, said one of the five of the airport fire brigades had been dispatched to the scene to help put out the blaze. The facility delivers unmanned systems technologies to academic, commercial, and government clients in 70 countries, including Ukraine and NATO allies. According to the company website, the California-based company produces long-range unmanned aircraft for intelligence, surveillance, and reconnaissance missions. According to Al Jazeera, Iran's army has unveiled a major underground base to showcase its aerial military capabilities in response to significant joint exercises by the United States and Israel. State television yesterday showed footage of a variety of fighter jets and military drones at the base dubbed the Eagle 44, the location of which remains unknown. It says the base is dug in the mountains to protect it from ammunition dropped from U.S. strategic bombers that are capable of penetrating defenses. The unveiling, which was attended by top military officials, comes less than two weeks after the U.S. and Israel held their largest ever joint drill using thousands of troops and dozens of aircraft, in addition to naval vessels and artillery systems, in what was widely seen as a message to Iran amid rising tensions. The latest show of force also comes days after a drone attack on an army facility in Isfahan, which Iran blamed on Israel. Reuters is reporting that the United States has donated nearly $14 million worth of security equipment to Costa Rica in a bid to stamp out crime in the Central American country, which is facing an extremely high murder rate, Costa Rican President Rodrigo Chavez said on Tuesday. The donation includes telecommunications equipment, drones, and maintenance equipment for police planes to aid security forces in border control and, above all else, in the fight against international criminal gangs, Chavez said. Murders in Costa Rica shot to a record high in 2022, to 12.6 per 100,000 inhabitants, according to the Judicial Investigation Agency. Of the total 656 deaths, 63% were related to gang infighting, authorities said. Tuesday's announcement coincided with a visit of General Laura J. Richardson, who heads the Pentagon's Southern Command, ahead of the Central American Security Conference. According to Kenya's The Nation, 
Somalia has officially approved the Bill of the National Intelligence and Security Agency of Somalia, NISA, after 53 years of its establishment. The bill, which is meant to guide the activities of security services that the agency provides, was approved by members of the Parliament of the Federal Parliament of Somalia. Before the law, the various sections of the Somali community considered NISA as the highest authority in the country, with absolutely no limitations and no accountability, as it was accused of committing acts of extreme violence away from humanity and human rights law. The bill is protective of the various sectors of social affairs, human rights, and the maintenance of cooperation between the various branches of the country's security while the law stipulates that the agency has a higher authority and can be held accountable if the agency uses power beyond what the law allows. It comes at a time Somalia is bringing together its neighbors for a joint affront on the war against terrorism, and specifically the terrorist group al-Shabaab. In lighter news from the UPI, animal rescuers in Missouri said an emu was captured after multiple days on the loose thanks to local residents who cornered the flightless bird in a yard. The Bi-State Wildlife Hotline, a rescue group serving Missouri and Illinois, said volunteers were summoned to a Lake Lorraine area home where residents had cornered a loose emu in a yard. The capture was caught on camera and posted in the Lake Lorraine News Facebook page. Residents said the emu had been on the loose in the area, which is north of Hillsboro, for at least a few days. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief and bonus weekend briefs. Last weekend, we spoke with Ethan Kessler of the Chicago Council on Global Affairs about sanctions. If you aren't a member, go to thedsrnetwork.com and become a member to make sure you never miss any of our analysis. If you want more in-depth discussion of these issues, be sure to follow the links in the show notes to read our sources and tune into our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief. <laughs>